0: Welcome, it's day three of the Australian Women's Baseball Championships. I am Amy McCann in Melbourne and I am joined by Amanda Torrington in somewhere in Adelaide. Somewhere in Adelaide. Welcome, Toro. Thank you. Now, we were to record this last night um, after your winning game against South Australia, but full honesty, I was very, very tired and I just had to go to bed and ended up sleeping 11 hours. So it was great. It was so after day Day three. <laughs> I had my cup of tea. I was done. Um, but yeah, before we get into it, we've Queensland's moved to two and oh Victoria's two and oh New South Wales two and O. As we go into day three, exciting stuff. But I'm just going to wind the clock back because I just want to wind it all back to. Let's. I love bringing out my little goodies. Ah, the colours purple and pink yes. 2010 beautiful and i flick it I flick it over to down here player number 27 amanda torrington mm. your national's debut for queensland it was. what was your national what was your first national's like
1: honestly i had been playing baseball for a month so it was an absolute whirlwind <laughs> <laughs> granted i had been playing side softball for 20 something years so at that yep. point uh you know ball sports were familiar baseball was not so it not only was a whirlwind of trying to figure it out, but it was a whirlwind of, you know, when you're a junior and you go away to your first tournament and you're like, whoa, all these flashing lights, what's going on? It was entirely that. So can I recollect anything? No. No.
0: It's pretty much like, and it's funny, my first Nationals was Gold Coast as well Yeah, and, um, yeah. in 2002. And you do, you don't remember, I remember a couple of nah. plays, I remember a lot of stuff off the field, but it is, it's like you had all these superstars. Yeah. I remember you were a catcher, I remember you caught, mm. you probably like people coming up to bat just going, oh, that's her, that's her. It is, it's like this it's superstar weird. parade, I love it.
1: It was really weird actually, because I went into that tournament as a pitcher and all of these people apparently were saying, oh, she throws really hard. I was like, I'm not a pitcher, I'm a catcher. And so it was very confusing for
0: me. <laughs> it is. It's funny as well when you do. You, as you go up the ranks, it's like you just keep changing positions. You're like, yeah. oh, I'm this now. I'm this now. And you, yeah. Whatever. Whatever fits in the team. But um, yeah. So Queensland, born and bred, and then you moved down to Vic. Um. So mm. obviously impressed. You impressed in 2010. I think you made. Did you make the Aussie squad out of 2010? Ah uh, no, because that was a uh, World Cup year. So. Uh,
1: Johnny said if I had more baseball, he might've taken me, but you know, like I, I don't even think I would have been comfortable uh, to be honest. So, uh, out of that 2011 was my first, uh, Aussie squad year.
0: Yeah. And so Aussie squad... And then 2012, you moved to Melbourne and then selected for the Australian team. Mm-hmm. Um, congratulations. I spoke to Cathy Welsh on the first day. And mm. um, as I said, there's, we speak a lot about the people who played multiple World Cups. You gotta, we've got to talk about the people who played any World Cups because it's a huge mm-hmm. honour to have been selected to the Australian team. What was, yeah. what was that like and what was that World Cup it like? It gives me
1: goosebumps. I still think about it all the time. like, And it's still the pinnacle of, um, I guess, my baseball career. And I still, um, I guess... Uh, just pull so much from that experience. Um, like obviously, I went in uh, still very fresh, only having played for I guess a year and a half at that point. But I went in expecting not to play, and I come out and just hit the ball. I was given opportunities, and I managed to succeed in those opportunities. And I ended up playing right field in the in the bronze medal game. Like that was it is, it is, yeah, yeah. Like that was just really cool. And again, I had goosebumps again because I just I love it. Um, but, yeah, I just pull so much from it. Like, again, it was a whirlwind because it's not something that, that I had really experienced before. Um, it was my very first overseas trip. Um, so it was my very first flight longer than two hours. Um, so, yeah, like when I say whirlwind, like I just, I, I don't think I can exaggerate that word more than I have because it was, there was just so many cool things, like sharing a building with every other country um, like, you know, there were, um, a couple of softball girls that had played from other countries that I had met from other countries. So it was really weird dynamic of like, Hey, we've met, but we're in a different sport. Like what's our dynamic here? Cause you're up here and I'm so fresh that like, are we still friends? And you know, we were obviously, um, but yeah, it was just, it was absolutely wild. Um, and yeah, like I said, I still pull so much from that experience. Um, and I guess as any World Cup does, like, it just completely changed me as a player, as a person, and it changed my whole outlook um, of the game and just steered me in the direction that I knew that I wanted to keep heading.
0: Yeah. Do you have a favourite memory? Because I think about mine and I, I think I wish i would been more in the moment. And I think we were in the moment, but I think yeah. when you look back, it's always like rose-coloured glasses. You just want to be back in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a a favourite? Because I could not pick a favourite moment.
1: Uh, I think I can only because, well, I had two, but only because uh, it was my first and only World Cup so far. So two of my favourite moments um, was when uh, we, uh, I think Doncaster that year was wearing hoop socks and Bronny and I hated hoop socks. So we went downstairs and burnt the hoop socks.
0: (laughs) We did because the backstory was, we had not lost a game the entire season that year yep. at Doncaster, and then Samantha Hamilton had her 200th game in the Wearing first final. Wearing hoop socks. Because we all get to, on our milestone, milestone games, we get to wear something we wanted, and she made us all wear cheaper pants with our hoop socks, and we lost that game. Um, first game we lost her the whole season. Yeah. So the sacrificial burning, you did, you yeah. did us all a favour. Yeah. That no. was, yes, that was very funny. We were
1: very happy about that. But my favourite on-field memory... Um, I guess was my, not my very first at bat because I got struck out on a ball, which I later saw the photo uh, was halfway through the other box and we all know at World Cups, it's just a whole other world of strike zones. Um, But I just remember thinking that I had failed so badly and Johnny like came up and he said, look, mate, I saw that pitch. That wasn't a strike. Let's build on that because that was a really good at bat. You can't go out on that. And I said, you know what? Like, you're right. I know that I'm not going to get many opportunities being such, well, just being like a complete rookie. Um, And I got up and had two at-bats in my next game as a DH and um, had a a single, like hard single up the middle and a double in the alley. And I DH'd, um, I think, another three or four games and then started the uh, bronze medal game in right field, which was really cool because I've always said, like, make them find you a spot. And it yep. was just I felt really comfortable within myself that I was able to find myself a spot. So I think that's a definite favourite moment.
0: Yeah, I do remember that World Cup because I think you – you I had a few people go through the outfield next to me and I, I remember when they put you in right field next to me and it was like, you're right. You, you If you hit during your nationals, they will find somewhere for you. Yeah. And that is exactly right. So, yeah. Um, no, well, congratulations on your – as you said, first and only to this point. yeah. So, um, it's good to see you've got that mentality of trying to make that team again. Um, but after that, yeah, that world cup, so you had moved to Melbourne, you stayed in Melbourne and then you put on a, put on a Vic uniform. Yeah. Joined, uh, joined the 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 Mexicans or the big Big V. Yeah. I, um, that was a,
1: so I think continuing on from the 2012 journey. Uh, I was obsessed with this game and I put everything into it and it literally took over my whole life. And when I didn't make that 2014 team, I honestly felt like my heart had been ripped out of my chest. And I told myself that I would do whatever it takes to get back on that team because I just love this sport and I love this game and I love the idea of playing at the peak of this sport. And so I told myself that I would do whatever I could um, I was in a position where I was uh, workplace bullied out of my job, got a big payout and was able to move to Victoria in 2016 and that was what I told myself that I was going to continue to do um, because to me that was, Victoria's the pinnacle, like they've got, well as you know, like a, a three-division women's team with multiple teams in each, such high-level sport um, and to me that was a no-brainer, that was what mm. I was going to do, that was where I was going to go. So went down there. I decided on a Wednesday that I think I'm done here. I like, I wanna keep going in this sport. And at that point, um, you know, Queensland baseball wasn't at the point where it is now. Um, We've now got such a phenomenal junior program, but we didn't have that back then. Like there was only a a handful of us that had played for Australia back then. Um, And so there wasn't really that driving force behind um, or I guess the resources behind getting those girls onto the Australian team. So to me, it was get to Vic, get get the best training that you can. Um, like just get in and get it done. You've got nothing to lose. And so I went down for three months.
0: And five years later, I moved home. <laughs> See, Melbourne is awesome. Yeah. All these Melburnians leaving to go to the Gold Coast and Queensland now. Smart. You've done the. You did the pre-COVID opposite. I did, yeah. Well, look, so, I got caught up in the
1: post-COVID opposite as well, having to move home, but that's okay.
0: Um, but, but yeah, so you, you've spent quite a few years on the Vic team, Um yeah. nationals with them, yeah, undefeated, um, then, by the way. Well done, yes. <laughs> nice work. Um, yeah, what was that like for you? I mean, because I would, I would love for a Queensland to break through. I'd oh. love for any other state to break through and win a nationals. Obviously, Victoria, New South Wales, and WA—the yeah. only three states—which. I think i don't think that's a good thing i want the other teams i've always wanted queensland to break through but what was it like yeah. for you to finally win a nationals uh
1: again because i'm obsessed with this sport i have goosebumps again <laughs> um i like 2017 and 2018 are two of my favorite trips that i can ever remember but 2017 was so special because i came into a team obviously being a bit of the underdog um just having not been in the team before um but i was just taken in so wholly and completely as a victorian as if i had never been anywhere else and i remember after the tournament um you know like having a little team meeting with celebratory beers and i just cried and i just said i'm so proud to be a part of this team like this like, the way that you, like, you know, the coaching staff, the players have brought me in, like, I have never felt anything less than that I belonged, and, like, I'm so thankful for that. And to go into a tournament and win an undefeated gold medal, um, having that group of girls behind me side by side um, was just, like, it, mind-blowing. Like, yeah, it, mm. it's another one of those um I guess moments in my career that kind of just changed the trajectory a bit because I got a taste of what high level, high level baseball is. And I got, a I got a taste of winning and, um, you know, a few years down the track now that I'm home, like, I'm just so, um, excited to give that back, um, to give that back to these girls in this program. Like I've been so lucky to have the experiences that I've had down there. And I'm just so like excited, I guess, there's no other word, to give that back down here. Sorry, we're in a caravan
0: park. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and look, talk, tell, uh, talk to me about that, not the caravan park. Um, no. But the uh, <laughs> talk to me about, yeah, you're back in Queensland and Lisa mm. Nori, obviously heading up a um, – I, I look from down here and I look at what you guys are doing with your juniors, as you said before, yeah. and it's amazing. So you've brought – Queensland's brought up two teams. yeah. Which, is that the first time Queensland's had two teams? Um, I believe uh, the first playing
1: year, yes. So the last two years okay. obviously been cancelled. Um, there has been two teams named. But the okay. fact that Queensland can get two teams named like shows what's going on up here. I mean, exactly. we've got um, like Junior League state titles. We've got a, um, a Greater Brisbane League women's division now that has two um like two separate divisions there's only so far i think three or four teams in each but the fact that there is a two-tier women's um Mm. league up here speaks volumes as to what's been going on um like the juniors coming through we've got coaches that are so committed um and with so much knowledge that want to keep sharing and want to keep developing um these younger players so you know, like this year, our Maroon team, um, like it is in a rebuilding phase. These girls are so young and they're so fresh. And the last time that they got to play a nationals pre-COVID, they were juniors. They were first year juniors. Mm. So now they are seniors and like they're just they're getting a taste of, um, I guess, of what it's like to be uh, in the big in the in with the big dogs i guess so yeah. um like it really is a rebuilding phase in that their juniors they had two whole years of absolutely nothing like no interstate competition and now they're just stepping foot on the field with some players that have played every world cup since it it became a it's world cup yeah exactly yeah. so um like for us to a name two teams and b have a team that um, like, just gels so well together. Like, these kids are awesome. And I only just said to them last night, or this morning actually, um, like, playing nationals, um, you know, gaining experience is something that is entirely out of your control because no one wants to age any faster than they have to. But for what you girls lack here, <laughs> <laughs> for what these girls lack in experience, they just bring with absolute energy and absolute passion. Mm. And it is just like it is i my voice got shaky when i was talking to them because i was just so excited by it because these kids want to be here so hard and like they want to push and they want to develop and i'm just so excited that i've got the experience and i've been really lucky to have some experiences that i've had and that i can pass that on to them and like help them develop so it's um yeah everything up here is moving in the right direction i feel
0: yeah and, and you talk about that um when you've got youth around you i know like at doncaster and when i'm still i'm still playing there there's so many kids and it makes yeah. you you're right it inspires you and particularly in a season or in a period where you've lost taylor Wells, laura wagner rachel mm-hmm. higgins and you're still able to put two teams on the park yeah um it's it's such an amazing oh, i just think it's fantastic and we look at the results so obviously it. day day one you guys face up against each other yeah in the first game how yeah. was that because i know when we played vic played vic white or provincial yeah. when it was the case Um, you always found that Vic White or Vic Provincial always played out of their skins. Yeah.
1: trying
0: to be big dogs, as you say.
1: Yeah, I guess uh, when we first went out there, um, it was a little bit uh, shaky. So I guess we were kind of lucky to play them, um, especially with the younger girls. It was kind of lucky to get our first game out of the way, being another team that we knew Mm, and being another team that the girls knew because that allowed them to get comfortable in their skins on the Nationals playing field, right? so. For us it was um, shaky start, I think they scored first and uh, I think they might have dropped two on us first to be honest, um, but either way, they they scored first and they, um, like our girls had to get the feeling of what it felt like to lose or not lose, to be behind and to come back from behind and to have to regain that energy, take back momentum and take off with it and we did. And yeah. I think- Yeah,
0: 11-3 I think. Yeah. yeah,
1: so I think having started against them, Not a grudge match. Uh, You know, there's girls in that team that um, play with me in Ipswich Musketeers. So, like, it was cool to play against them, had that little bit of banter, had that bit of chatter and even get them comfortable being here as well because I've been here. This is number 12, I think. So, obviously, I still get nervous, but, um, like, I'm also very comfortable out there as well. So I think to be able to pass on that calmness about being out here with like the young kids like it just gives them something to know or something to see where they can go okay cool like i'm going to be okay like i don't need to play out of my skin i'm going to be okay yep. if i play as me
0: yeah i love i love what you talk about the nerves because <clears throat> i had nerves from first at bat to last at bat. with doesn't matter i had nerves in the grand final a couple of weeks yeah. ago because nerves are great but it's oh, it's yes. how you yeah, but as you said, you get to that point where you progress as a player and you have your confidence and you have a 1,000 at-bats behind you, those nerves channeling them different ways. I think yeah. the moment you don't get those nerves, I think, is a sign where you need to hang it up. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So as, you, as long as you got them, you use them. Uh, um, but you you yourself, um, two for four in that first game, mm. um, last night a couple of walks, didn't quite get the pitches. Um, I think they were uh,
1: look,
0: The uh, There was also... I, I did have a
1: couple of walks. I had an ugly strikeout, but that that young I didn't pitcher, want to bring that up. No, look, she's a fifteen-year-old kid in year ten, yeah, and she has just got like phenomenal spin on the ball, like tip my mm. cap, like yep. that was a beautiful pitch, like happy to happy to cop it sweet. Um, my third at bat, I absolutely roped one into the alley, and that center field covered more ground than Morgan Doty. And,
0: that was oh, play of the game, phenomenal, yeah, like
1: yep. you know I. I don't get angry or upset about being out. I got on base. I did my job. Um, I got back to ball. I did what I needed to do. But, um, like, the great thing about this team is that these young kids, like, I'm really old, like, not as old as you. I'm 34. But, like, having these young 15 (laughs) and 16. Okay, so this podcast is (laughs) on. Having these young 15 and 16-year-old kids behind me that are going, oh, you know what, Tori didn't get the job done. I'm going to do it. Easy. And they did. Like, they got in and did it like that's what's so exciting but like yeah. me personally not my best night on the bat but you know like but you had, two had from no first base. base
0: last night yeah mm. at first base last night a couple of um, critical pop-ups foul mm. balls that you caught so, yeah because yeah, it was a really exciting game like south australia tied the game yeah. carly moore hit- hit that ball to tie the game 6-0, we Yeah, like, I, was, I was like at a conference call with some mates, and we were like, oh, my God. What's going to happen? <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, I had a teed up for you to be on the podcast before that, which was risky, but I was just like, oh. oh. And then, yeah, no, Queensland came through, and yeah, um, yeah two, two for two. So you've got you're a game this afternoon yes. uh, and then a du- double-headed tomorrow. Is that correct? That is correct. We've got WA this afternoon, uh, well,
1: tonight, I guess, 6 p.m., so I'm starting pitcher for that game. Nice. Um, okay.
0: And then, yeah, we've got New South Wales and Vic tomorrow in a header and then day off. Wow! So you've got twenty-four hours, maybe twenty-six hours. WA, New South Wales, Vic. Yeah,
1: yeah. So that that's, is... This is where it starts, I guess, for us. Like, yeah. Um, we we not new, but we um, were, I guess, keen to get into SA and get on top of them, hoping that we'd come out on top. Obviously we did. Um, But I think for us having those two games to start off with, like the development and SA was a really good stepping stone for us. Um, Like get the nerves out of the way. Well, not get the nerves out, but like, I guess, teach the kids how to channel those nerves into what they're doing, into their at bats and whatnot. So that's, I think those two games is a really good stepping stone for us. So coming into WA is going to be a whole different ballgame and I think that's where these young kids are going to get a real taste of senior nationals mm. baseball. Um, and, yeah, like I just hope, um, you know, hope we can drop a couple of runs on them um, and just hope that the girls can get some really good, um, I guess, like positive pressure experience out of it.
0: Yep. Now we've spoken a lot about your baseball career and I think it's it's interesting how you're your, I guess, your focus or your in the way you play can change over your career. You play mm. for different reasons. Um, you're, I guess, you have a, similar to a few people on some other teams, but you're a new mum. So I guess yeah. your outlook, your outlook, I guess you, you get to play on the field, but you get you get to come home to your, your your new son. So tell me about how old um is your son, and what's that like having because he's with you in in the, the, the team accommodation. What's that like? Yeah um
1: uh, well he's just turned two he's just turned two a month ago um and funnily enough I wasn't going to play baseball again when I first had him because he just took over my whole heart and I felt like I had nothing left to give anyone or anything but I guess being having him in Melbourne two days before the massive lockdown and being completely isolated for a really long time I just sort of had to move home because I every as with everyone lost my job lost my house lost everything down there and was forced to move back home with mum so I guess I was surrounded by him for so long and I got to lap up so much of him as a young baby I didn't go back to work until he was 19 months old Um, so I got to lap up so much of him and I guess I kind of got so lost in motherhood and I had to tell people I had to have people tell me like you still exist like you still exist as a person you still need to do what. like what your heart desires i'm like well my heart desires my baby and i want to be around for that and so i just kind of called it quits to a degree but then obviously with covid nothing happened for two years and Mm -hmm. um i got roped into playing state titles and um yeah i remember hello come here oh we have another special guest hello what are you doing Say hi. You wave? Hello.
0: Hi. What's your name?
1: Yeah, my name's Ota. So my name's Jace.
0: Hey, he's, Jace, how
1: are you? He's just about to have a nap, so he's not oh, overly talkative. Okay.
0: But he's he's come for the ride. Um, have you, did you see Mummy play baseball last night? You did. Yeah. He had a little bit of a sleep
1: and then uh, stayed awake for the rest of the night because he's not a sleeper. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, anyways, back back to it, I guess. Um, yeah, I got rubbed into playing state titles and um, something happened where a player from the other team um, barged my 15-year-old first baseman and I was not okay with that and I fired up, you know, backing my teammate and then I just sort of thought, oh, okay, I'm not done here. Um, like, I'm definitely not done uh, and then was approached yep. by Lisa to get back into the program and I could not say no. First training session, I was like, "That's it." Like, I am still so obsessed with this game, but because Mm. it was, it had to be out of my mind. Being a a sole parent in a massive lockdown, I it wasn't in my mind at all. But as soon as it got drawn back in, I knew that that's what what I still needed to do.
0: And and obviously Jason's there with you. Um, yeah. What's it like? I mean, he's staying in your accommodation and, and then you go and play. How is he, what's he doing uh, while you're playing? Who's looking after him? How does that work? Well, at, here at the accommodation, it's great.
1: Like, even though I have got a bunch of 12-year-olds, they're not 12, they're 15. Would you like to go inside with Sandy?
0: Is
1: that Mummy and JCP? Thank you for joining us. <laughs> um, perfect timing, by the way. Um, yeah, so he's staying in the accommodation with us, oh no, okay, we're very tired, oh dear, um, so I mean, uh oh, that's how we know there's a toddler around, um, look, it's exhausting, um, I do not have a child that has ever slept through the night, and that's okay, um, but it is, uh, it's everything, like, I love him, like, look at him, he's fabulous, um so it's just so wonderful having him here my teammates are awesome like the young kids see him and they're like oh, can we take him we'll take him for a walk can we take him to the playground i'm like of course of course you can i have had 34 minutes sleep yes you can um and then uh, you know so i'm so lucky to have the teammates that i do um that just have embraced this completely the coaching staff have completely embraced it um we've had a couple of are you okay There were a a couple of hiccups with, um, uh, I guess, with him being watched at the fields because there were arrangements made that I guess kind of fell through. So I cannot even tell you how lucky I am. Um, My coaching staff have um, basically gone all out and said, you know, there's been some heat about having Jace at the field, um, but we 100% support you. So... You know, we'll find a babysitter, you find a babysitter, we'll do whatever we need to do. So um, as of last night, I've had to hire a nanny off of Airtasker um, and that's wow. going to cost about $200 a night or I guess per game because it's about a five-hour lead-up, right, like between warm-up and game and post-game. Yeah. So, yeah, they're paying – well, last night was 250 but, yeah, they're paying Jeez. for me to have a nanny because – I guess there are some higher end people that haven't been overly supportive, but to be with the, like with my coaching staff that have just said, we support you, you know, they're giving us heat, but we'll give you solutions. So let's make it happen. And he, one of my coaches literally handed me $1,000 cash and said, "You, this is for the babysitter. I'm not taking it back. I'm not doing anything. This is entirely for you. This is what we need to do because we want you here and you deserve to be here and we will not get through this like you're a leader of our team and there's nothing like nothing is too much to keep you here and to keep your son safe so and it's
0: i mean it's so awesome that you're there i mean it's and it's so, it's so difficult obviously being a single mom and i just love the fact that you're you're here playing cuz you don't have the privilege of being able to provide have a have a partner or a, a husband or a wife or whoever it might be yeah. to look after that baby, and it shouldn't be a discrimination. We see lots of sports that are providing these opportunities for women with kids to be able to play, and I'm yeah. hoping that Baseball Australia and all of the states actually get on board because if we yeah. were to, to lose someone like you, we know Lel um, Anglin obviously has her child um, at these nationals as well with Victoria. Yeah. We've seen Katie Gainup. there has been – we don't – we can't lose people because there's no babysitting. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Like that's just not – So massive shout out to your coach. Who is the coach? Can we um, please?
1: Oh, absolutely. Lisa Nori and uh, Nick Petrono have just been like, I honestly, again, goosebumps. Why am I like this? Um, Like he, we had a conversation um, just about sort of things that were being said uh, from the higher ups and it was literally like sit down. He said. Lisa said, I support you one hundred percent. We are not getting through this without you, basically. And Nick said, You know, I came from a, I came from a single mum. I'm a product of that. Like I was her and mm. you know, she went without so that I could um, do what I wanted to do and I don't want you to be that mum. Like you deserve mm. to to not miss out. So we're gonna make this happen. And just yeah. said, This is this is how we're gonna make that happen and I like, I was in Absolute tears. Like, I have never felt so supported. Uh, I'm going to cry again, like, in my whole life. I can (laughs) see it in your
0: eyes. I'm like, that is, I love it. A huge, absolute shout out to all that are involved in Queensland because it's, and we go back at every team and you felt welcome in Victoria, you're back in Queensland, you're welcome. I think that's, every team has the same kind of stories. And I love, I love the family that Nationals brings. I know Uh, we're all on the field, we want to beat each other we're all the same we just want a different color yeah exactly it's It's easily the best it's the best week of the
1: year um i don't care what sport you play uh your nationals uh does not compete (laughs) baseball nationals is the best week of the year and you know you we have none of us have seen each other for two years and it's the whole Mm. oh can we hug can we not it's like you know you know what like we haven't seen each other for two years like bring it in we're hugging (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> i know unfortunately victoria's been wrapped by some COVID. yeah um, head coach samantha hamilton obviously unfortunately ursula howard is now in isolation for the entire week which is oh, just so devastating gut-wrenching so victoria's got some they are very fist and elbow and yeah. they are sanitizing their masking so yeah. it's a shame but at the same time he's still on the field um, yeah. but i want to say thank you for joining me and I'm going to let you go because you have a massive 30 hours coming out for Queensland. And I know I'm I'm always going to be the big V, but I am always cheering every single team and I'll be cheering you. It's been amazing to watch your journey, which has not stopped. Yeah, still here. You have got plenty of baseball to come and I can't wait to see it just this week, but I can't wait to see it um, in the future. So thank you very much for joining me. Good luck. Thank you.